80s classic to start us off Hungry Like a Wolf from Duran Duran Here at Classic Hits Wednesday, happy hump day Wednesday 13th of January 8th uh, Seven and a half minutes past six o'clock this morning Good morning to you big man Good morning I could, you know? I could hear you faffing around in the background there I was cleaning my bits and pieces you know uh, And uh, so, you know, I have, to, I have to give myself my, uh, my pre-start cough you know, in the morning If you do that oh, Before do, do you I say ever? anything on there you have to do your <clears throat> Oh the old, the old throat clearing <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. A bit of that, like. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an old model car, really, isn't it? It is. Trying to get there. Yeah, yeah. We should actually, you and I should be fitted with chokes. I know. I a bit more choke on him there now. He's more choke. Yeah, I think his his carbs are icing over there overnight. <laughs> we need to get you know find a way to get him warm again. <sighs> Anyway, folks, welcome along. Good to have you with us. Uh, Richie the Trucker's back in action. Morning, Richie the Trucker. Uh, well, he's back in action on the text at least. He got his new phone yesterday. Good so He's, uh, good he's all excited. Oh, fantastic. It's one of them ones with a screen and no buttons. Fair play to you. <laughs> uh, so welcome to, uh, to Richie back in action. Welcome also, to the 20th century. <laughs> 21st century. Also, um, uh, there's a couple of birthdays today. Paddy in Cork uh, is celebrating his birthday Happy today. Happy birthday, Paddy. He seems to be implying that there's, you know... There's a significance to the fact that his birthday would fall on the 13th. You know, trying to imply that, like, in life, he's generally unlucky. Oh, I was about Even to his say, birthday's on the 13th. I'd say it's significant, all right. I'd say if you look back on his other birthdays, they all fell on the 13th. <laughs> yeah, that could be true as well. Yeah. And uh, and Derek, the security guard, wants us to wish his, wish his other half, Rachel, a happy 42nd birthday Happy as well, 42. So. Happy 42. Happy birthday to the lot of you. You lovely, wonderful Wednesday people. Absolutely. Tell you something. Leave thirteenth, yeah. I'd say now if they looked at it, they'd find out their birthdays were always on the thirteenth. So that would be, be an amazing coincidence, wouldn't it? It'd be remarkable. If all your birthdays fell on exactly the same date. It'd be remarkable. Extraordinary. Although I've never heard Guinness of Book before. Records for that or something, would you? Depends how long you live. Love Fool from the Cardigans here at Classic Hits. Almost 13 minutes past 6 o'clock. Oh, there's birthdays galore. 13th must be a big day for the old birthdays, you know? Yeah, seems that way. John and Finglas is looking for a shout-out for his birthday today. Happy birthday, John and Finglas. And uh, Biffo wants to wish his other half, Orla, a happy birthday today. So happy Water birthday, that, Biffo. Orla Biffo. Orla Biffo. Biff Orla. If celebrating her birthday today. Right, the official birthdays for you, PJ Gallagher. I think you're going to like it. It's a nailed-on winner to start. Get out of it. It is, because it's one of your favourites, and it's a significant birthday. Tra- so you literally... It's like giving you a walkover for the first one, nearly. Right, okay, what is it? It's the birthday of Suggs. Oh, of course it is! Amazing. He of madness fame. Mind you, I'm struggling to think what age he could be. I sure, know. Was it, was it, when was it? Two years ago you saw that man strutting his stuff in Dunleary, yeah, was amazing, it? yeah, yeah. That's the second time I saw them. And the first time I saw them, I was really disappointed, actually. Because they were locked. They were falling around the place. Man, it was a disgrace, honest to God. It was, lo- when yeah. was that? Was that it way back? It was years ago. It was in the uh, the Point Depot, as it was known as at the time. Yeah. And they were, man, they were stewed. Like, they were all, yeah, flaggy flouser, flaggy rounders, <laughs> flaggy rounders. You know, they were, and then I was, I was really disappointed. And then I saw them in Dunleary, uh, yeah, last year, the year before, oh, the year before last, yeah. it must have been. And they were fantastic. Oh, the difference when they didn't have a few jars on them. They yeah. were fantastic. And sure, you basically could have nearly stood on your stood in your balcony or something and seen them. They were so close. They were so close. Yeah, it was deadly. Oh, I have to say, I love madness. I love all that. I was only talking to someone yesterday about the brass. You know what I mean? How, how much I love brass. That's why I love ska music and all of that yeah. sort of carry on. I and of course, sure, you basically a, a, a trumpet aficionado yourself. I mean, as people from the Bionic Rats will, will testify. I mean, oh you basically, God. you mastered your horn 
I don't know. Impeccably. I don't think I did. I think I've blown more out the back end of my trousers than I ever did out of me. Out <laughs> oh, the front end I mean, of your mouth. Out uh, the front end of my mouth. Uh, maybe it's the same. Uh, I'll say that, well, he's 60 then. Of course he is. Yeah, go yeah. on. Happy Suns birthday, from Madness is 60 today. Right, what about Orlando Bloom? Oh, God. Fresh-faced Orlando Bloom. Oh, he's one of those. He's a bit of a Dorian Gray. He's one of the holy trinity of confusion. Him. Really? Yeah. Who do you confuse him with? Harry Potter. <laughs> and Frodo Baggins. What? Yeah, you know them three. They all look very similar, man. Oh, right. Okay. So you're confusing you know the- Orlando Bloom with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, and then and, your man that plays Harry Potter. And, and the football hooligan lad. Um, Frodo. Yeah. What's his proper name now? Baggins. Frodo Baggins. That's, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what he was known as when he was in that thing about the football. Green hooligan Street. Three. Green Street, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen Frodo? No. Have you? No. Yeah. See him later. American lad. He's having his <laughs> second breakfast. Yeah. Huge fee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so he's... What is... Hang on a second. Let me just check. Because the... the, the, the um... Oh, no. They haven't. They haven't responded. Normally, the audience respond when we don't know something. Oh, but yeah, yeah. They're a bit slack this morning. I don't know what his name is anyway. I anyway, but I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the three of them confuse me now. Right. The, the other two more so. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood, that's Thank it. Thank you, John Heavey. Well that's done. Yeah. Well done. That's who Orlando Bloom played in the movie. Uh, I'm going to say the <laughs> yeah, three of them. Yeah, that's right. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say Orlando Bloom is like, well, 43. Oh, not bad. Considering you were confusing him with mythical Harry creatures Potter, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 44 Oh right okay 44, Not bad yeah. Not bad at all Right let's go sporty Yeah no I think you're okay with this Snooker's okay That's in your wheelhouse isn't it Depends on the decade to be honest Okay well yeah This is your neck of the woods Stephen Hendry Yeah Stephen Hendry Right yeah okay um, God I mean What's what with him many Seven did he win I don't know millions yet Six I, or seven I think Steve, Hendry I won. still remember him as the young fella We well, see that's what I was going to say to you Right that man Right was Had I don't know how many World titles under his belt Yeah and still looked like he had teenage acne. He did. Didn't he? He did. Like, he, he really did. did. He looked like his ma had said to him, you know, like, give me a look at you there before you go out to play that yeah. that snookery ball thing. Go up there and burst a few of them your spots in your forehead. Fri- look, your dicky balls. Come here. Oh, I have to do yeah. this for you all the time. Well, you're not wearing your confirmation ma, ma. Stop it now. You're being <laughs> ridiculous. You're not wearing he runners was, with yeah. your suit and all. I mean, like, multiple times world champion, and he still looked like he just left school to come and Always, play. Always, yeah. And because yeah. like, he was still playing Steve Davis, this is the thing, Steve Davis hasn't played since God knows when. It seems the first like time it. I saw him play, he played Steve Davis, and they kept referring to him as, and the young man from Scotland, <laughs> or whatever it was. And I just kept remember saying, and the young man. So now all these, like, decades later, I'm going, oh, yeah, the young fella, yeah, the young fella, yeah. yeah. And, like, he's considerably older than I am, I would have to imagine. Yeah, um, yeah, I suppose. Oh, I'd say, well, I'd say, considering, I'd say there's a decade in it anyway. I'm going to say he's like 56. Not bad. 52. Oh, okay. God, uh, Which means he's, he's actually very young. Uh, 52. Oh, yeah. Like, he's basically a child still. Well. Everybody knows 52-year-olds are young, sprightly, virile men. Well, he's young and compared, you know, as in, like, there's probably photos of him where he's not, where he's in black and white. You know, but I, I, there you go. I'm, I'm shocked at that, actually. I thought, I definitely thought he was older. 52 for Stephen Hendry. Right, how are you with your Hemsworth brothers? Jeepers, I don't even Do know. Do you watch any of those kind of like, you know, Marvel things? Not really. No, no, not really. Not really, really although I, I'll have a I was go. Go, It wouldn't have helped you anyway, because it's the other one. It's the Leem fella. 
Liam Hemsworth, who was married to Miley Cyrus. Oh. No, the actor. No, but I'm very jealous of him. He was in um, um, Hunger Games and stuff like that. Hunger Games? I watched the Hunger Games. Yeah, he was in that. So it's not Thor. It's his, It's Thor's brother. Thor's brother. Oh my God, we're stuck. But not, not really Thor's brother, because he was... What was his name in the movies? The Tom Hiddleston character. Spider-Man. Silky. <laughs> Silky. Imagine that. Silky. Yeah. What a superhero. I can't, anyway, whatever. Anyway. So no, it's it's Chris Hemsworth's brother Liam. Right, I, this is like this is like your ma telling you that somebody you know. This you is know, what I was just going to say. You know, you're you're uh, the chap. You know, Chris. Yeah, it's like I that. don't know Chris. You're never. Gonna you do know Chris. I, do, I said I, don't. I just just said I don't. You do know Chris, and you know his brother. I don't, I don't even know Chris. How can I know his brother? I don't even know him. They live behind the shopping centre. Yeah, but I haven't been here. And you, you know the shopping centre. You know cent- the shopping centre. You know the woman that she walks with the crookedy back. Okay, it's not a shopping centre anymore. They turned it into a cinema. But remember, it was one. Go on, yeah. Oh, God. Their, their father was the fella that smoked a cigarette and his lung exploded in the 1904. You must know him. Well, <laughs> anyway. 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 They're, they're yeah. after getting a new car. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is this a story? God's sake. Um, oh, right, so wow. I, I got to say, he's like 33. No, but it's 31. Ah, okay. 31. Right, yeah, yeah, Funnily enough, though, you know the fellow who lived beside the shopping centre? Yeah. The, he's 33. <laughs> Which one now? <laughs> and then another favourite of yours, so it'll be, you're guaranteed one on this as well, I reckon, because you're a huge Seinfeld, Seinfeld fan. I love Seinfeld, yeah. And uh, the actress who played Elaine in oh, Seinfeld, Julia so Louis, Louis Dreyfus, is it? Julia Louis Dreyfus, Louis I, I Dreyfus. Th- yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, she plays. She's in Veep at the moment. That's our big yeah, thing. Is Veep. Yeah, yeah. Good fine. actress. Probably not a name uh, that instantly is recognisable to some people, but I knew you'd be a fan. Yeah, because she's fantastic. She's one of those. She's just got that ridiculously brilliant comic timing, as they all did in the show. Yeah, it's like they leave everything a little bit too long to do the joke, <laughs> but it, it works perfect. It's so perfect. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So oh. take it away. Oh, she's like uh, fifty-three. No, I, she's older. Fifty-five. I said it was a significant birthday. Oh, for Japer, in the name of holy smoke! <laughs> Have another me. go. Let's forget that. Let's <laughs> erase that. I've got that so wrong. I'm just going to accelerate to sixty and still get go it right. Go for it. Well done. Oh, that's ridiculous. Two in the bag. I didn't deserve that. Classic hits. Now you're up to date on the home of nineties at night with Nikki Hayes. Weeknights from seven. This is Classic Hits. Thank you kindly, sir. Six thirty-two. How are you this morning, John? Very well. Good morning. How are you doing? Uh, yeah. You see, I'm a bit concerned, PJ. Right? Yeah. Why? What's up? Because John is. Uh, you know the way we were looking forward to. We were going to have. A, um, you know, words from the heart. Yeah. From John Hart. Oh, definitely. And basically, this was going to be like you know one of those uh, uh, kind of you know. Like demotivational things Get yeah. rid of all that fluffy stuff And get cut straight to the heart of the matter But I have a feeling he's in good form this morning Because Everton are back in the top four Do you know something? And I don't know if he can plummet the depths Of his normal sort of negativity To the, give to deliver a line great, John. The one day you want him in a bad mood yeah. <laughs> yeah. The recesses of which I'm able to sink quite deeper Not quite as, not quite as profoundly uh, subterranean today So... <laughs> Michael Keane Michael Keane was a proverbial Franz Beckenbauer last night in right. a win away at Wolves now Wolves are having a mixed season by their good standards last year so uh, you see you know, that's the trouble just when we were looking forward to John being able to like be caustic and 
Yeah. Cutting. Yeah. I, I, he, he ends up in bloody good the form. Super Blues going to put it out of the bag. Well, you see, we'll be out of the top four tonight because City and Spurs are playing. But nonetheless, we have to grasp it for 24 hours at least. And, you know, and let's be honest, Liverpool are no longer top of the table. However long that lasts, that in itself is a true new dawn for all humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that. I'm going to oh take that and God. run with it. That will do as words from the heart with John Die, Hart. That was a winner. Yeah, Pet Shop Boys, West End Girls, December 1963 from Funky Valley in the four seasons ahead of that. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Classic hits at, uh, what, just leaving 20 to 7 this morning on this Wednesday. Happy hump day to you, 13th of January. And um, uh, I know Magic Mike has just woken up as well. The West is awake. Just had a, a communication from Magic Mike. A, a that's, flare. Pr- that's very unfair of me, actually, to say that he's woken up. I'm sure he's been beavering away. For ages For now, ages, yeah. like, making himself... Is breakfast and all it's coffee? Yeah. Just a, are you there, Michael? Just out of curiosity, are you? Are you there? I am always here. No. Always there. Always. Ever he present. He's literally speaking into the microphone. He's got he's got a, a knife in one hand with having been smearing avocado, and he's got a, a, a coffee in the other that's been passed through a cap. No, slippers and a dry robe. Slippers and a dry robe. I've actually got a pillow on one ear and a blanket over the other. Do you really? I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. I've been working since five, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, if that ever happens, that Mike actually starts doing the show lying down. Lying down, That would yeah. be amazing. I'd be jealous of him. Sorry, man. I can only hear him one ear. The other ear is buried in the pillow here. You're going to have to speak up there, lads. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go to him for a pawn on the hit bit and there'll be... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what's happening? Mike, Anyway, listen, Michael, good to have you with us. The West is awake. Uh, 087-188-0008, as always. Uh, if you need to give us a shout, Magic Mike standing by on WhatsApp for the likes of the Hit Biz and the Breakfast Table Quiz a bit later on. They're all still to come today. Uh, loads of bits and pieces going on. Um, I mean, look, I think we've been very good. Or it's very good indeed. I think we've exercised extreme restraint, PJ. I would have thought so. So far this morning. Yeah. We have, like, other than that small conversation with John, we haven't mentioned the giant red elephant in the room. What's that red elephant? That, you know, that involved a little game of the association football last night. Oh, and the subsequent, so what am I talking about? The subsequent, you know, follow on from that. We've oh. been very good in not getting involved in that. Yeah, I know. You I know. know exactly. Yeah, so, we wouldn't do it. Look at humble. Glory, humble. Humble. <laughs> Humble in victory, Lord gracious in defeat, but mainly humble in victory. Thank Lord you. Lord As I say, didn't mention us at all. And Liverpool on top of the league. Bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm delighted. So there's been it. like, I'm only responding to what's coming in on WhatsApp. Um, in fact, yeah. there was an interesting one. Somebody want, wanted to play. I assume they're just excited for the game at the weekend now because of the circumstances. Somebody actually wanted us to play a request a bit later on for, like, United and Liverpool fans. Good Lord, what's wrong in, with you? In Renishaw. Renishaw? Yeah. I, I don't so know I'm not sure what that... Phil, uh, you're going to have to explain that to us. Renishaw must be some science fiction land where everybody gets on peacefully <laughs> and uh, has, has a nice time together. Ir- irrespective or irregardless or even regardless, which is the actual word. Well, I was just going to say. Of their differences of opinions. Yeah. Uh, so that's on the way. Alan in Ennis obviously is very, uh, very happy to see. Uh, he's, a, he's a proud Leeds fan. And I think basically he's just a, a United fan, as in anybody called United. That's very good. That's the best job. Proud Leeds fan. It's very funny. 
And uh, so he he was on with uh, with words of wisdom first today. Oh, none of which are you know uh, repeatable on air. We're, uh, um, we're, we're actually looking for the anti motivation and all this. So there too, a proud Leeds fan this morning. I'd like to say, remember on this day of motivation, uh, all that's expected from you is that you are your best self, and that's not much. So you can achieve this. See, that's the kind of stuff we were hoping to get from John a bit earlier on. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, when we were talking about the Hemsworth brothers and uh, character names and all that, it was Loki in that in that movie, you know, the Thor movie. Yeah, yeah, did you Not call them Silky? Silky. Silky. I think I made them sound like... Aren't they those lads that drive the... What do you call it? The horses. The, the horses yeah, things. The sil- yeah, Silky drivers. Only. You made it sound like there's a, a traveller in the Masters of the Universe banging around. Traveller Thor. Traveller Thor. Oh, Thor would be a great name. I'm stopping that sentence. Yeah, leave it there. Yeah. Anyway, listen, 087 if you do need to give us a shout. Uh, just been chatting with PJ there while you were listening away to the Pet Shop Boys and Frankie Valley and all that sort of stuff about some of the bits and pieces he stumbled across this morning. It sounds like there's plenty of madness going on in the world it's to a, keep you it's occupied. It's a mad world. A, a woman who's very much alive, but is unfortunately officially dead... Um, and and not one of these like a mistake type things. Not one of these. Well, quite obviously it's a mistake, but it's not one of those like you know weird announcements. No, this is a woman who's battling to prove battling to prove she's to society. Alive. Imagine telling someone you're alive and you're standing in front of them and they're going, I don't know, have you got any proof? Like that's yeah. literally the state this poor woman is in. Bizarre. And there's um, well, ham sandwiches being confiscated over Brexit, and there's uh, oh, there's all kinds of stuff. There's the how- ultimate job. Which for is lockdown Getting paid to wear slippers And watch Netflix And how to spot liars Excellent Oh we've got all the guidelines On how to spot liars Spoofers and all Very important in this time These days Virtually current affairs We're doing on the show today uh, So stick with us All of that And of course as I mentioned The regulars We've got the hit bit on the way In about an hour's time It's worth 820 euro today uh, 087-188-000 Remember big is the clue And uh, classic hit study Is where you'll find All the previous guesses And still looking to beat The dirty dozen On the uh, breakfast table quiz For the chance to win That fantastic PJ and Jim hoodie All to come Phil Collins Phil Bailey Easy lover here At classic hits Almost ten past seven Thank you for waking up Happy with PJ and Jim Happy Hump day to you, Wednesday 13th of January. Good to have you with us. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. Uh, 087 Of course, the uh, hit bit on the way. This our Magic Mike standing by live in the West. Standing by on WhatsApp if you uh, want to let him know that you fancy having a crack at winning the 820 euro on the hit bit this morning. 087 And, um, you know, to start us off, we've had stories like this, similar to this, I suppose, a couple of times on the show. Those kind of cases of you know, just mistakes or mistakes in communication, you know, yeah. where somebody, you know, it happens a lot with celebrities, for example. Somebody turns around and <laughs> says, uh, you know, that they've passed and they've far from it passed. They can actually turn around and testify themselves that they're very much alive and kicking. Uh, happened but, only last week, actually. Well, exactly. But this takes it to a whole different level. Well, yeah, I tell you, this is a mad story. In the flesh now, uh, this lady, Jean Pouchon, appears very much alive and very much well. Um, the problem is trying to talk the French government into the reality that she's alive while speaking and standing in front of a lot of them has been almost impossible. So she was declared dead by a court in 2017, right? And do we know why? We do know why. So here's what happened, right? So she was in, she ran a company and an employee of that company uh, had, a, had a contract, well, her company had a contract cancelled. She couldn't pay a member of staff. Right. This member of staff then said, right, well, I'm suing you. So she sued the company and was awarded damages. But 
Jean Pouchan couldn't afford the damages, so she just closed the company down and declared herself bankrupt. Okay. And then the person, that meant the person didn't get any money. So they went, well, I'll have another go. So she sued Jean Pouchan again in 2009, but the court, the case is thrown out of court uh, because she hasn't got the money. Yeah, there isn't the, you, yeah, whatever, yeah. you sue the company, whatever. So then she goes, in 2016, she goes, right, I'll have another go. So she went to the courts, but this time she says, listen, she's dead now. Without her actually being dead, she says, she's dead now. Can I sue the estate? Can I get money out of that way? Uh, and the court says, oh, I... I don't know about that, but if she's dead, she's dead. And he legally declared her dead. And from that moment on... With nothing but your woman's word for it. nothing but your woman's word for it. And from that moment on, her driving licence, her life insurance, her passport, everything was invalidated. Her bank accounts were closed. Everything. She became and a non-person, basically. She became basically. a non-person. And so for the last three years, since 2017, when the death certificate was officially given, she's um, been she's dead. And she can't convince anyone she's alive. She goes to the banks. They're like, no, you're dead. She's like, how am I dead? I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually here. Um, and the her, her solicitor said, don't worry about it. You're in the office. He goes, this will be the easiest case of our lives. I literally will just, will just walk. You'll be, you're here. Yeah. Of course, he says, I can't believe it. He's a Zachlebner. Three years later. He says, I thought it would be the simplest thing. And he goes, I can't, we can't, all our ID is cancelled. We can't get her any more ID. She can't have a utility bill in her name. Uh, nobody believes he, she is who she says she is, even though she has legal representation. I can't provide documents to prove she's alive. She's oh dead. My, this is a nightmare. She's absolutely and, and, dead. And this judge, whoever did it in the first place, literally just on the word of somebody saying to him, oh, your woman's dead now. Yeah, she's dead now. And that was it. That was it done. And now your woman's life is basically just non-existent. She doesn't exist as anything. And the maddest thing is her husband's grandmother is 102, right? Right. And she met her there uh, last year, you know, and during the pandemic, because obviously she felt very vulnerable and all that. But she managed to slip through, you know, one of those windows where you were allowed visits. Right. And the grandmother looks at her and says, I never thought I'd live to see you go before me, she said. (laughs) (laughs) Said... To yeah. her face. Said to her face. She I goes, never thought I'd see you go. I never be- thought I'd be the one to live to go after you. And I'd live to see you go before me. It's so sad. She's like, this is getting, this is outrageous. Oh, I'm here. incredible. Granny, I'm here. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Look at you there. Look at you there. Dead. All dead and all. Talking thanks to the, me. Thanks for the grapes and Lucas. I don't. <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a, it's an unreal thing. This is on a and whole new level. So, so she, they, they haven't even acknowledged it's a mistake. Everybody's sticking to their guns, going, "No, it's, look, I'm sorry, you just you're gone." Everyone, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gone. I know, I haven't gone. And even the woman's the, the 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 grandmother as well. She keeps coming out with these bangers. She's obviously taking the mick out of her as well. But she's, right. apparently, she's acting quite sincere. She goes, "I can't believe it. She's, I lived through the war, and I've never suffered anything as hard as your death." She's like. <laughs> Like I'm not. Why, why don't anyone believe I'm alive? So like, much. She's there. I, I fed your dog there a minute ago. I'm alive. Just, is there any? What like? Is there any future for? Like, what's going to happen? Is there a next or what? They they're have planning? no idea. The Literally, that's it. Provide, they're just in this weird limbo. They're of, in this weird limbo. The solicitor cannot provide any identifying, um, you know, documents or anything. He can only. Do you know what I do? You know what I do? Do you know what I do? If I was her now, right, and that's what she... If she's running into brick walls all the time yeah. with people not accepting that she's actually alive, 
I'd go on the biggest, maddest criminal spree exactly, yeah. ever known. That's I'd, the only way to I'd do go, it. I'd, I'd rob every shop. I'd defraud every bank and insurance company. Exactly. And then who are you going to blame? Well, you can't. I mean, there's no point in trying to take me to court because I'm dead, apparently. And then the police would arrest you and they'd lock you in the cell and they go, who are you? And you go, finally, now it's your problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now yeah. you have to find it, figure it out because as soon as you do, because if you tell them I'm alive, they might believe you. That's uh, that's exactly what I do. I'd literally, I do, I just, I break every law. I know, and the thing is, she'd go to jail, and the granny come and visit her and go, not only did I live to see you die, but now I have to visit you in jail as well. It's oh, so sad. That is so the sad. maddest story it's I've ever It's a great story, heard. isn't it, yeah? I mean, there's some people that would really like it, you know. Like, I would, to be honest, there's times where I'd like to answer the phone and go, hey, coming out, sorry, I can't, no, boy. I, I died there a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know yourself. Puff Daddy, I'll be missing you here at Classic Hits, 19 minutes past seven. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, just on the subject, that is the weirdest, the, I mean, the whole new level, as we say, of, of stupidity and a mistake, beyond a mistake. It's just bureaucracy It is bureaucracy going, mad, going completely yeah. mad that that woman, alive and kicking and alive and very much, you know, well... Is actually trying to prove that she is still alive to to governments and banks and institutions and everything and to anyone, yeah. It's incredible, and her life is literally. I mean, it's she's invisible. She's, she's invisible. She's, she's a, a non, nobody. She calls herself a non-person. A, non- a non-person. Yeah, that's what she calls herself. It's incredible. John's just been on following up from that race. John here. Back when I was in UCC, uh, an email was sent out saying a student of the same name had died. Oh my uh, god! Condolences from the faculty and students, etc. This is the best bit, right? A classmate of mine sent me a text asking if it was me. So my response was, did you expect a reply if it was? Yeah, well, that's mad, isn't it? <laughs> Come here. Come here. That's not you that died, is it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Very inconvenient. Listen, I'm throwing the funeral there on Thursday if you're around, yeah. That's the I mad. I know, it's mad, that's isn't a, it? Yeah, I kind of understand it. I kind of understand it. The idea of... Uh, but that's like... I actually think so I do it. You know, ring him and see. Is the so, hello? Yeah, that's not you there in this thing, is it? You're not the lad who died in that thing, there, are you? Me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Check there, will you? It's absolutely <laughs> something I do now. I think of it. I'd say I'd probably send a message like, "Listen, no need to call me back if it wasn't you." Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, no news God, is bad news and all that. That's amazing. And yeah, I, uh, stupid as it is, I could absolutely see I people see doing it. it. Yeah, yeah. God, you better check. Send PJ a text there soon. You get upset and you get a fright and you do something mad like that. Yeah, come yeah. here. Come here, listen, I'm just after hearing you do it. Uh, give us a shout back. <laughs> Let us know you're all right. And then you I were saying there was that bad story about... Okay, thankfully this person did, hadn't passed. No, they, but they were just missing. A person went missing in England uh, a couple of years ago. We covered it on this show, and uh, uh, they got a search party together. And they were out uh, for the whole night. They were out looking, and then as they were calling the search off the next day to sort of regroup, uh, they brought everyone in together, and they realised the person they were looking for was a member of the search party that she was out all night looking for herself and didn't realise the description was her. Oh my! She was out else. looking for herself. Yeah, who they was the going, missing person yeah at the end they had the search party and they were out looking for this person at the end it says right okay listen we're going to regroup tomorrow thank you everyone for your help the person we're looking for uh, has yellow jackets this and she goes and she was like like me and they went yeah like just like, like oh for god's sake <laughs> oh for god's sake yeah and there was another one in England or in Scotland I think yeah. where they had a search party uh, to go out and look for this man who was on the mountain and uh, they called everybody in for the search party and he turned up and he was in the pub sitting there going, so, can you describe him again, please? They were like, oh, God. Jerry, it's you. Where were you? What? 
I was out looking for this missing person. I was out, yeah, Jim. I was very, I'm worried sick about it. Do I know him? Share and believe. Uh, almost 24 minutes to 8 o'clock. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim here at Classic Hits. Uh, final call on the hit bit 0871880008. Have a shot at winning that 820 euro magic mic standing by on WhatsApp. Just let them know that you want to play Big the Clue. And of course, classichits.e if you want to check out the previous guesses. Actually, if you think, I mean, if you think working out the, the hit bit, right? If you think that's kind of frustrating for you, right? Because basically, look at the scenario. There's a. There's a pot of money there, right? At the moment, yeah. it's eight hundred and twenty euro. Not you a know money. that it's a you know that it's a very famous song, and what you have to go on is the the little snippet, and you have the clue, right? Yes. And if you think that's kind of frustrating, trying to work it out, it's like you know, there it is, that pot of money, it's within reach. Still, just, just trying to work it out. Such a fingertips. Exactly. Such a fingertips. Well, if you think that's frustrating, wait till you hear this for a story. Oh, right? Stefan Thomas, right? He, um, he did his job for Bitcoin way, way back, over a decade ago, right? And he was given 7,002 Bitcoins as a reward for making a video explaining how cryptocurrency works. That was right. the job he was given, right? So this is going, this is going back a long time then, well, isn't it? Yeah, it's going back over a decade. So right. I suppose in cryptocurrency terms, it being That's so new it's, it's a lifetime, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, at the time, they were worth about roughly between $2 to $6. So it was still quite a lot of money. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. at $2, it's like 14 grand. And he was given 7,000 of them. Yeah, 7,002, right, okay. yeah. It's quite a lot. Now, each Bitcoin, and Bitcoin peaked last week at an all-time high. Um, but each Bitcoin today is worth 34,000 US dollars, right? No. He hit the jackpot. Oh he hit God. the jackpot. The contents of his wallet are valued now at $240 million. Two hundred and forty million. Two hundred and forty million dollars. That's real money. That's real money. That's his. That's his bitcoin. If he was to trade his bitcoin, he, he could can, get that. Here's the thing: he can go and swap it for dollars right now, if he can remember his password. You get ten <laughs> password attempts, Jim. You get ten password attempts. Ten. He's used up eight. <gasps> He can't think he, For the life of me, He can't think No he, stop he, he, he forgot it There's got to Don't tell me And there's no sort of No If you've forgotten your password Press no. here No We'll send you an email No there's none of that And he says Because whatever it is When he set it up That was not That was just not a thing And now he's, he's, he's going mad He says if he uses it Two more times His hard drive Which contains his private keys To his bitcoin Will be encrypted And he will never See the money He has the So he doesn't know What to do he has no idea what to do. Bitcoin smashed off to forty thousand um, dollars per unit ceiling last week. It's dropped again a little bit, so it's at it's an all-time high. Now is the time to get your hands on your Bitcoin. Now is the time. Will it? Because since lockdown, cryptocurrency has gone through the roof. Lockdown's not going to last forever. Yeah. The vaccine's rolling out. Value may fall. And he can't think so of his passport. So he has $250 million. Is that what you said? 240. 240 sorry, million, million dollars. dollars and he just can't get it because can't he can't remember his passport. And he's got two more attempts. Two. Oh two attempts left. Oh, my God. And he's going mad. He's going... You want to see? He's going... This is... Did I tell you? This is worse than an episode of The Cube. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> isn't it? It really is. Philip Schofield will be at the end of his bed. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, for two hundred and forty million dollars. And there's nothing. There's no way he can prove who he is and get his password reset or get it. A- no, he says. He says oh, I'm lying in bed. He, he's a computer programmer. He lies in bed. He says every night and he cannot stop thinking about. It. And then he goes to the computer with some strategy and he's working on strategies. And then he gets desperate again because no strategy he can think of will remind him of his password. And then he lost his mind. You want to see in the interview? He goes, "I mean, the whole idea of being your own bank is, is stupid. Do we make our own shoes?" He goes, "No, we don't." Because we have banks to deal with doing things like that. The same way shoemakers make shoes. He's gone like he's yeah, it's driving he's him insane. To, yeah, it's driving well, to him be insane. fair, it would. Yeah, like he's. It's, this is literally the difference between being a multi multi millionaire, never having and being an ordinary Joe who still has to work for a living. And yeah, two hundred forty million. Yeah. Oh my! It could be God. David Beckham overnight if he can think of his password, but he's only got two attempts left. He's never going to do it. Like you'd, ne- you'd be too. St- but too he hasn't scared. gotten it now, and I assume him being a computer programmer, yeah. it's probably a really, really strong password. Oh you know yeah, I mean? it's something like it's, it's not one of those people. NYJF forty five. It's not somebody who Z. put in the top row of their keyboard. No, it's or not. Their mother's birthday or yeah. any of that so stuff. Your first, this is going to be a biggie. Your first pet's name, yeah, followed by your date of birth. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not any of them. He's it's going to be a mad one. Yeah. So the poor fella. He. I mean, that's it. Like you said, just at the end of your fingertips. Literally at the, at the end of your fingertips. Yeah. And never to be able to touch it. Oh my God, imagine when he does put it in the 10 time. Imagine, you know, when the, the three little dots come up and you're waiting. <laughs> Refuse. You'd be like, oh, geez. Oh ah. my God. Ah. It'd be like watching $240 million just burn. Go up and smoke, yeah. If you put in that last attempt and it failed. Oh, and he's going to have to try. Yourself. I mean, there's going to have to be a moment. No matter what, oh, I know yeah. he's putting it off now because he can't think of it. But at some point, have to be a moment, it's yeah. going to get to the tipping point where he says... I'm, gonna I'm never going to get it if, unless I try anyway. Yeah, it, so he's going to have to go. You have to prepare yourself for that. I'd have to prepare myself. Get to Michael Bolton CD on. Light a candle. Get me favorite Chinese food in. You know all that. And then he, you, then you something go to try and help console you. Something like. to try and help console you. You know, get the dog in there. Sit down there now and be quiet. We'll have to get the walk done and all that. Gonna, your your daddy's about to be very disappointed. So let's all relax and do the best we can with this situation. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit hey, bit. Hey, hey, the classic hit bit is worth 820 quid this morning Quite a lot of cash to be grabbing on a Wednesday Here's what it sounds like And that's all we can do for you really So it's going to get straight into it with Anita Anita Mears, how are you this morning? Grand, no butter What's the crack, uh, what are you up to? I'm in work, so I shouldn't really be on the phone <laughs> oh, I was really? just about to say you sound like you're high yeah. I was going to say Anita No, lucky enough I'm on my own Oh, very good. Okay, very good. Right, I'll right, ask okay. you no more in case we drop yeah, we you in the middle. We won't ask no, you where you are or what you do or anything in case it rats you out. Yeah, definitely I, don't rat me out. I always find the best way to hide and work is to go on the radio in front of the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. the rest of the staff wouldn't be there listening to this radio. <laughs> uh, right, so Anita, 820 quid. What do you think? Um, already am losing my religion. Oh, All right. Great song. I think what we've you? had that on the show very recently, actually. Right, Michael, morning to you once again, sir. 
Good morning to you, Anita. Oh, you know, Anita, I really wanted you to get this. I really thought you'd get it. I thought that I'd hear you laughing. I thought that I'd hear you sing, but it's not possible today. It's wrong. Uh, Did you get that? I, 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 I assume they were the lyrics, Michael, were they? I thought oh, that yeah. I heard you laughing. Oh, I thought God. that I heard you cry. Come on, I'm lads. sorry I'm slow on the uptake. That's our <sighs> fault, Mike. Oh, That's oh. our fault. Anyway, listen, really Anita. Anyway, I still continue listening. Great show. Cheers. Thanks You're very million, kind, Anita. Have a good day. See Take you care of yourself. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right, so. <laughs> While we were chatting away to Mike, Anita's going, you do realise I'm in yeah. work incognito. Lads, I'm going to go. I'm, that's all right, I Jim. leave you to it, right? Yeah. I, I have to go back. Yeah, sorry, sorry lads, I can't hang around. <laughs> I have something. To, I'm, in the, I'm kind of in the middle of something. <laughs> Brilliant. Jonathan McKeough, how are you getting on? Uh, not too bad. Yourself? Not too bad, Jonathan. Thanks. What are you up to today? Uh, just finishing work. Great. So finishing work, right? Have you been go, at it through the night? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, what part of the country are you in, Jonathan? Uh, Galway. Right. So okay. Oh, not too far from here, Michael. What is it you do, Jonathan? I do security. Security, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's always it's whenever it's nighttime, people. It's normally is security on this show, isn't it? Uh, like we've had a few nighttime, like uh, nighttimers, you know. Right. Obviously, they're having our. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, no, just you, you know. Good to listen to before you go to bed, sure. Yeah. Yeah, something good to listen before you go to bed. You yeah. are basically he's just he's saying that you put him to sleep. That's what Jonathan's basically saying. Careful now, Jonathan. I'll stand inside your house and sing all the boys. Not all the time, PJ. Not all the time. <laughs> right, so Jonathan, eight hundred and twenty quid. Go for it. I think it might be a notorious big, uh, big Papa. Wow. Right. Okay. Interesting one. That's uh, notorious big, Michael. Mm, big Papa. Not when we play in classic hits. But anyway, um, it's going to be worth. More, more money tomorrow, but it means it's going to be... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, I will no, get this my out. God, no. Hang on. Go on. Hang on now. I made a bit of a bags of it there. <laughs> it's going to be worth more money tomorrow, but of course, it's going to be more problems because it's not going to buy. Oh I don't God. know what I'm doing anymore. Oh, Hell my God. God. Oh, dear. Yeah, you're after giving Jonathan nightmares now when you go to bed. Absolutely. The man's going to try... You've set his brain on fire and he's trying to get asleep, for God's sake. <laughs> Jonathan, take care of yourself. Thanks for playing. Okay, thanks, lads. Cheers. See you, boss. Good luck. <laughs> more money, more problems. More money, more problems. I'll tell you something. Oh. It's understandable how Mike didn't make it in the old rap world, isn't it there? Yeah. I know, yeah. And the thing, you, know, it's, you know what's a vital ingredient of rap sometimes? The ability to speak. Yeah. <laughs> to I actually spit the words out. Stringing a sentence together normally that helps. helps yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Niall Boylan gives you another shot at the cash at half one today. <laughs> Venus from Banana Rama here at Classic Hits. Nine minutes past eight o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Wednesday. Happy hump day to you folks. Wednesday, 13th of January. Good to have you with us. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. Breakfast table quiz on the way, of course, this week. Another magnificent PJ and Jim Classic Hits hoodies up for grabs. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. We've christened it the... It's kind of like the radio equivalent of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, it's uh, the purple colour, the purple colour hood, hood, hoodie. I'm not getting Yeah, thanks it. for that, PJ. P- appreciate it. Well purple colour, Purple colour. Anyway, look, it's great. It's a, it's a must-have item. It's it literally, is. and it's money can't buy. It's highly exclusive. Uh, well, thanks to our friend, uh, friends in jackandjade.com. So 12 is the score to beat. So it is going to take a bit of winning. But certainly we've topped that score on many an occasion. We absolutely so. have, yeah. So lucky 13, and then, to be fair, you get into those, you get into the teenies, mm. and there's, there's no stopping you. And you could be on the pig's back. 087-188-0008 to have a go at the breakfast table quiz. In the meantime, of course, Brexit yeah. has now been in operation almost a fortnight, kicked in on the 1st of January of this year. And, um, I mean, I haven't heard a great deal yet about, you know, what it's causing. 
Maybe that'll come further down the line. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah, now everybody in Ireland that shops online is going, ah, Jim. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I'm probably, you know I mean? I'm probably not the best example. I do accept that. Definitely Apologies. Definitely not. Jim McKay, anyone who's waiting for something online, my God, I know people that are still waiting on their uh, Christmas presents and everything to arrive. Yeah, was oh. that a Brexit thing though? Or is that just Brexit, a delay thing? No, it's Brexit thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I had heard obviously of the extra tariffs that you have yeah. to be careful if you're ordering from the likes of Amazon UK now. Oh, that there could be tariffs and everything. Any all website that, that. that finishes with .co.uk, you need to be careful now yeah. because. But you also need to be careful. I mean, we have a lot of uh, truckers who listen to the show. Delighted to have them with us. They regularly text in. There's a whole rake of them. Uh, uh, are always with us from very early in the morning. And I'm sure the truckers have had all sorts of problems with us. Um, but this is one. This is one now that PJ has found that I have to confess I didn't anticipate. Neither did I. And I, Irish truckers, you will be fine. It won't apply to you, obviously, because it's, a, you know, EU and all of that. But Dutch, yeah, but if they're going to the UK and and all that, you know, maybe well, no, who knows? In Ireland, sandwich, you know what I mean. If you just go, if you don't unwrap your sandwich before you get to the hook of Holland, you'll be grand. Right. Uh, so the Dutch TV news has aired footage of customs officers confiscating ham sandwiches and lunches off the drivers as they go through the customs. Of uh, they never thought this would be a deal. Uh, so officials wearing high visibility jackets. They're shown to explain to this. There's a great video here, and they're explaining to this one fella. And he hasn't a clue what's going on. He can't believe it. That they're saying, listen, you have to give us your sandwiches. We're taking your sandwiches off you. He's all loaded and made for the journey. He's a stack of, like, you know, tinfoil sandwiches. Yeah. And then he turns and goes, can I just take the ham out of them? I'll give you the ham out of them. And they're like, no, you can't. He said, you can't bring in any meats or dairy products. And he's there, they're only ham if and I cheese. Scraped, if I scraped the butter off. But he's like, they're only ham and cheese. He, he literally can't. He can't take so, it. So they had, bringing so, a ham and cheese sandwich in is absolutely illegal. Absolutely You can't do it anymore. You can't do it. And could it. he not offer to pay a tariff on us? <laughs> I hear. Oh, if, I, if I pay the excise duty on us. <laughs> and they began, right, and how do we price this sandwich now? What do you think is the worth of this homemade stack of sandwiches? That's incredible. No, you can't do it. No, you can't do it. So the poor driver, he has to hand over his lunch. He was, he was I assume so. Rich. This is a British driver going into mainland Europe. Yeah, is this it? at the Hook of Holland. Right, yeah, okay. Like off the ferry so that's what I'm saying. Would that affect, like, if, if Irish drivers were going into Britain, would a British customs officer take their ham sandwich off? Well, you'd them? have to argue you made it in Ireland. I suppose, wouldn't you? You'd have to well, say, wait, no, I, this is Irish-made sandwiches. I'm from, I've an, here's my European... Yeah, but if, if England aren't in, you know, England are gone from that. That's what Brexit is. England are out of the picture. we're allowed to use it as a land bridge. Irish, right. We're still using so it you're as allowed to pass through? Yeah, we're allowed to pass through. Right. We're allowed to... Irish trucks, as, if I have this right now, someone might correct me. But I remember before Christmas they were saying Irish trucks can skip queues at a lot of these ferry terminals. Because well, that was certainly what they were saying would happen. Yeah, so Whether because they, they were not, because, they're, uh, because it's EU goods. Um, mm. But uh, like when you get to Holland, you have to queue. So Irish trucks yeah, but if don't you were, have to queue. If you were an British Irish truck going into uh, going into Britain for the purposes of delivering within Britain, and you know you know you're going in Britain and coming back out of Britain. Yeah, then. no, it's a seal, if it's a sealed container, I don't think you have to queue on the other. It's end. your sandwiches I'm asking about. Don't forget about sealed containers. I want to know. Close where, your lunchbox in Ross Lair, whose Jim. Whose sandwiches are safe, BJ? Jim, close your lunchbox on Hollyhead and don't open it until you get the hook of Holland. That's what it's, that's the secret. Yeah, you're, right. you're complicating the issue. My God, it's like talking to Boris Johnson this morning. I swear to God. You look at him. He, he's got to pull a mackerel out of his pocket issue. now and he's going to start saying that this is the bridge. This must have been what Brexit negotiations were like. Yeah, but I mean, if I bring me ham sandwiches, right, and you, and you have tuna... 
Like, you know what I mean? With the fishing rights and all, what way does that work? Yeah, and, <laughs> and then there's the argument. Here's the other problem. There's another video going around of a, a British fella who gets stopped by customs with his two sandwiches. He had a smaller pile of sandwiches. Right. And he asked the customs officials, could he just eat them there at the border? Yeah. Uh, and they said, yes, you can consume them before you go through the checkpoint. Yes. But can you be quick? Because obviously, like, there's not, you know. There's oh quite God. a few. So, so what's the queue? What's the queue here? Uh, there's a lad up there trying to get through eight sandwiches that his missus made him before he left. I think, oh, for God's sake, yeah. Shit. Could be here for ages. He's got what's, an orange what's as them? well. What's on them? Oh, I think he's got ham cheese and a tea got. Yeah, no, it looks, they look big, all right. Mm. And they're on that doorstop bread as well. That yeah. might take him a while. He's have to use a margarine and everything. Oh, look at the disgusting knee just <laughs> holding up everybody. <laughs> yeah, so if you're pressed, so they're warning you, be careful, because they're confiscating not just sandwiches, they're confiscating all foodstuffs. Breakfast cereals, oranges. They've taken oranges off truck drivers. Um, packets of ale, cornflakes and frosties they had, they've taken them off them. God. Their own little bottles of milk, they've taken them off them. So you can't bring your lunch in. This is kind of, this is... Bureaucracy gone mad again, isn't it? No, I think this is great crack altogether, actually. <laughs> of course you would. I think Naturally this is great crack altogether, to be honest. Uh, yeah, so so it's an awful, it's a bit of a predicament, but you can't bring in a lunch. I don't know about chocolate bars or any of that. They'd be significant. They'd be con- like dairy and all as well. Yeah. But grown men having their lunch taken off them by lads wearing uh, day glow jackets makes me laugh. I have to say, it's kind of fun. There's, there is a funniness to it, yeah. you know. Can it's just amazing. The local deli is up the road. Amazing that's very to terrible. think how, how like, the humble ham sandwich has become contraband. Contraband, <laughs> yeah. It'll be like, in you know, there'll be future episodes of the news and everything. And you know the way they normally, the Gardaí, they normally reveal when they've had this massive drugs haul. Yeah. And there'll be some sort of European equivalent or whatever revealing a massive haul of ham and cheese sandwiches that they've confiscated from British truckers. Yeah. <laughs> Superintendent Fritzer McGoodleberg will be standing there over 25 packets of ham and, yeah. a, and a slice Pointing pan. at them. Pointing at them, yeah. Look yeah. at this. British trucker smugglers, smugglers, ham smugglers caught at the border. One of them <laughs> even had a banana. That'll be fantastic. Well, it'll, it'll get like that. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think you, so. You're looking to buy... Yeah, yeah, what have you got? I've got a quarter pound of ham. All right, what are you charging for it? 15 euro. Oh, God, right. And then you buy it and you'd be disgusted when you got home and opened it. And it was Billy Roll. Yeah. That's not real ham! Oh, my God, it has a face on it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even... It's not even... It's not a European face. Imagine, they'll charge the truckers extra because then when they find the ham in your man's sandwich, it was laughing at them. <laughs> Weather with you from Crowded House here at Classic Hits 20 past 8 on this Wednesday. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Keith from Clare was on to say that that is uh, the most complex conversation about sandwiches I've ever heard. Yeah, I know. Oh, we haven't it? even started yet, Keith. We haven't even started. It gets worse. It gets worse and worse. I was just reminding Jim of a case that happened there a few years back mm-hmm. uh, on a plane. So I, I can't remember what plane it was or airline, but they were flying from Britain to Australia. And on the flight, as part of their lunch on the flight, they were yeah. given an apple. And a lot of people didn't want to eat the apple at the time, but says, you know something, I'll stick it in my pocket for later. Yeah, of course. And then when they arrived in Australia, the people with the apple in their pocket all got so- fined 150 um, Australian dollars each for the illegal importation of, <laughs> of foodstuffs. Of foodstuffs. And they were like, but I, I got it. I, I was given it on the plane. I didn't even have it when I got on the plane. And they were saying, I'm sorry, but there's nothing we can do. You, oh, you that's know, brilliant. You've gone through the border with, with illegal... Criminal food. record for d- like, illegally stu- s- smuggling an apple. Like, oh, for an apple, 150 quid, I've only got off the, fa- the, sh- the plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Also, uh, Christian's been on to confirm. Yes, it is the same in reverse. UK and Ireland have some trade rules, but it's the same as the US. You can't bring food and goods to the US. Uh, so you might need a, a you know... Like, a receipt. You'd have to... So your ham could be in jeopardy going back and forth to the UK. Um, uh, oh. A few people picking up that their thought for the day is that if ham has a face on it, it's not real ham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think so. That yeah, well. you'd have to be careful. You get done for bloody people smuggling if you're not careful. Billy roll. Imagine a billy roll. Imagine looking at a billy roll and thinking it was a real fella. You've got bigger problems, Dan. Now that's hallucinatory ham. If that's your case. That's a serious one. That's a serious one. Anyway, 0871 By the way, sorry, can I just mention as well that the Lily White literally said he'd be stopped for hours if they enforced that. You want to said, see it? Look at that. He said, he's not to send us a picture. Look of at his, that of his, huge what, lunchbox. Not there now. It's on the, the floor. It's the size of one of those, like, thing, you know those things that you used to see as cooler boxes that people keep a rake of beer in. Yeah. It's a big, giant, enormous picnic-looking thing. And that's full of sandwiches and billy roll, is it? <laughs> And I don't know what that is. What would you say that is? What? That that thing there now. His hat? No, beside his hat. The is hand that, is, that some, would you, is that what it is, yeah? Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was that or if it was, a, if it was squirty mayonnaise for squirty sandwiches. Squirty mayonnaise for sandwiches. Oh my God, maybe that is what it is. Maybe he lathers his hands in mayonnaise before he eats a sandwich. To, Just, try and, to try and put off the customs officers. Yeah, yeah, they, well, to make it even taste nicer. You know, if you accidentally stick your finger in your mouth, you go, mmm, nice accident. <laughs> Mad. Anyway, uh, 8.23, we got the breakfast table quiz on the way. Guaranteed Irish, something happens in Parachute here at Classic Hits. Almost 22 minutes to nine. Final call on the breakfast table quiz. Magic Mike is standing by waiting for your WhatsApp. 087-188-0008. If you can beat that score at 12, got to be worth a go. PJ and Jim, Classic Hits hoodie up for grabs. So 13 or more, the magic number you need. 087-188-0008. Let Magic Mike know if you want to play. Now... This should be interesting. I don't know if really we should be revealing this. It says a lot of people would be quite happy if you didn't reveal this story, I'd say so. In fairness, I'd say so. There may well be people in there who feel that, you know, lying, as bad as it sounds, sometimes, you know, it can be for somebody's benefit. And sometimes for some people it's an art form. (laughs) Exactly. But, if you look at this, this, again, you know, it comes with a health warning. It, it does, yeah. So people have they've been studying again. How do you spot a liar? What does a liar do that you can sort of spot him and sneak yeah. and catch him and all of that sort of stuff? Because it's harder for the brain to be dishonest than it is to tell the truth. Well, for some people... Uh, it's harder they, to be dishonest. Well, so yeah, they always say, uh, essentially, that um, if you want to have a good memory, tell the truth. Oh, so, right, okay. You know, it's yeah, harder. Yeah, it's yeah, genuinely yeah. harder. So yeah. if you're to be dishonest, you're thinking on your feet, you're making stuff up. Yeah. It's, you're kind of trying to connect all the dots. Whereas you're telling the truth, you're just you're just telling the truth. Exactly. You know, you, you don't, your brain isn't working all over, overly hard to tell the truth. To make up a lie, to talk a lot of... You have to... Yeah, you've got to be inventive, you've got to get creative. So it means our behaviour changes to match, it, to match it. And as part of a study which included researchers from the UK and the Netherlands, I love this, that it's the same two countries again. Do you so, know what that was, the, how this study came about? Somebody said, do you have ham sandwiches? No. Did you, you, do, ma- you do have ham. What's in the, what's in the box? Nothing. What, sam- what country <laughs> did you make those sandwiches in? What country did you make those sandwiches in? In... Thailand Right And that's on the way here Is it That's between Ireland and England Is it And Ireland and Holland Is it I I went the wrong way Yeah you did You sure did 
Yeah, anyway. yeah. So that's the thing. So they've started. I think it's brilliant. It's the two countries. Wouldn't it be great if it was the customs officials at the border? Who's, but yeah, who have been trained in spotting ham yeah. liars. Yeah. So if you question an Englishman on ham, they tend to lie <laughs> frequently. Uh, so yeah, t- that's obviously how the, how the term for a rubbish actor came about. Oh, he's a complete ham. A complete ham, yeah. Basically, he claims he makes all the sandwiches himself. <laughs> uh, so the first experiment, so what they do is, they did this first experiment where they, um, they get people to tell the truth and they watch their body language. And okay. then they get them to gradually make it into a lie as they go on and watch their body language over time. And our non-verbal coordination is what gives us away. So essentially, if, if I'm telling you a lie hmm. and I want you to believe it, I start to mimic your body behavior. So, right. You know the way you, you tend to... So your of, hair falls out and you put on a few pounds? Well, I mean, <laughs> be a hell of a story, wouldn't it? There'd be some... Uh, you know what I mean? Be a hell of a story. I'd have to... Wow, that would, that would be that would be quite a I shock. Just that would be, it'd be a bit of a giveaway, mind. I have to tell you. I just come in one day with the middle of my head sh- hair shaved off. They're going, Jim. You're not going to believe what happened. Wait to hear why I can't <sighs> come in tomorrow. Wait to hear why I can't come in tomorrow. Right. So you start. You mimic mimic physical cues. And then one the day, when Jim wants to tell me a lie, he just wear the same clothes for two weeks. I come in wearing a Brillo pad. I come in yeah. wearing a Brillo pad, wearing the same clothes for two weeks. I'm two dogs next to him who haven't been washed. PJ. Bad well, let's tell you, Roy. Yeah. You're, not, you're probably not going to like this, but it's the truth. Oh, yeah. What's going on here? Uh, so, <laughs> so, but yeah, so you start mimicking the behavior of the person. Right. You start copying their movements and all. So the way you see the way you're sitting there, you've got one hand. Yeah, under of, my chin sort of thing. And the other one's kind of on the chair there. Yeah, and all, yeah. Like, you're, like you're looking at me, you're suspicious that I'm telling you the truth even now. I'm yeah. Not <laughs> you. The amount of crap that I come out with. Uh, so if, if I want you to, be, you to believe me, I do the same. I start rubbing my chin and so on. You're not going to believe. Seriously, you won't believe. And I'd start to mimic your behavior. And apparently this oh, is a wow. part of you, me trying to make you build trust is to mimic your behaviour. Uh, and it happens all the time. Now, there's all the other sort of ways we know that, that tells people a line that they don't look in the eyes and if they're looking... And there's certain up, directions, isn't there? If you look to a certain way, it's a surefire sign. If You you yeah. know, up to your left or something or up if to you your look, right or you, something. If, you, or if someone says to you, where were you? And you look up, you're basically... That's where the imagination apparently is. Right. Like, so it makes, you're looking up going, what am I going uh, to tell Because you're actually thinking. You're, yeah, you're sort of going, right, um, where was I now? <laughs> exactly is a good question. I was, I'm glad you. And that's, yeah, I'm glad you asked me that. Yeah, because I, it's a funny thing. You're not going to believe it. An Englishman thought I was his lunch, and he put me in the truck, and the Dutchman saved me. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I was. Whereas if you're telling the truth, you tend to look people straight in the face, mm. or you look down. If it's an emotive thing, you look down because you're kind of like, oh god. And then I tell you, because oh, guilt makes you look down. So is that what it is? Yeah. So if you're, so if you know, so if you're saying, PJ, did you eat my lunch? <laughs> I look down and go. There's lads out there at the moment going, shut up, will you? Shut yeah, up. yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, they're going, PJ, did yeah, you eat yeah, my yeah. lunch? And I look down, going, who's that there? I'm did sorry, you, I did. T- yeah. T- there's we all over the bathroom floor in there. I don't oh, the yeah, the the dog. Yeah, I'll be lying what? then. We, have, we don't have a dog. Oh, I mean, I mean, the I, next door's uh, dog got oh, oh, got in. Wasn't me anyway. I left me <laughs> William home. Uh, it wasn't me today. Yeah, so you know, so it's obvious. I'll be looking down the gill to get the better of me. Yeah. So these are all things we know work already. Uh, right. So mirroring is, is a big sign. So then. mirroring, that's yeah. the word. Yeah, I'm going to watch out for that now. In every every meeting I have in here from now on. Yeah. Sitting at the other side of the table looking to see if somebody's mirroring me. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna do it all the time. I'm gonna go up to everybody today and go, Did you take my billy roll? <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Actually, I'm on the lookout for the top of me coffee pot thing, am I? Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, where's that now? Um, yeah. PJ, I don't suppose you know where it is, do you? 
Uh, hold on, I just have to. Um, where? What is it again? It's the top of it's the plunger for me for me coffee pot thing. You don't know where who would have taken that one. It, you know, do you by any chance? Uh, hold on, there. I just have to jump into me BMW and uh, do something that you would do for a second. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Prize this week, absolutely amazing. Better than a purple snack, it is. It's the beautifully purple. PJ and Jim classic hits hoodie. Magnificent Yes, it thing. is. A purple snack it is. It's the only thing as comfortable as a purple snack exactly. in the world, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it provides the same level of comfort as a purple snack. And it goes just as well with a cup of tea. It does, actually. And it's your chance to win it this week. Uh, at the moment, you're going to have to beat a score of 12. That's top of the leaderboard, so who's going to take it on, PJ? It's going to be Jenny O'Connor that's going to play this morning. How are you, Jenny? Not too bad, lad. How is it going? Whereabouts in the world are you, Jenny? I'm in Galway this morning. Good stuff. What's it like there? Is it good, bad, or indifferent? <laughs> uh, it's raining. Oh, Rain. lovely! Yeah, Rain. so indifference. Then we'll go with the old indifference. So, yeah. <laughs> and what are you? Are you are you working from home? Are you just at home? Is there like what's going on for you? Uh, working from home today. All oh, right. Okay. Home. Right. Right. Good, good stuff. stuff. So a, a nice hoodie to match your cup of tea would go down well for the rest of your working week. That's it, I could do with it. Okay, Excellent. so, well, it's a bit of a big score we have. It's 12, but it's a uh, lucky 13 we're looking for, Jenny. So, how are you feeling? Oh, that's a high number, but it I'll is. do my best. With yeah, okay. every faith in you, Jenny, every faith in you. 60 seconds on the clock, the very best of luck. Here we go. Tommy Hilfiger is a leading figure in what industry? Fashion. Checkpoint Charlie is a famous crossing point in what city? Berlin. Palm Beach is a resort in what of the which United States? Florida. Yeah, well, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand marked the beginning of what war? Pass. World War One. In which eighties film do ghost-busting heroes fend off the giant marshmallow man? Ghostbusters. What industry is Silicon Valley famous for? Pass. Computers. What does the French saying "C'est la vie" translate to? Uh, that's life. In nature, what W are unwanted wild plants? Weeds. With with what sport is Jimmy White associated? Snooker. What kind of animal was the cartoon character Droopy? Duck. He was a dog. What animal is commonly found in packs and known for its howling? Wolves. In Lonely Hearts ads, what does the abbreviation NTW stand for? Oh, pass. No time wasters. Which reptile has its name uh, given to a type of jumper with high, tight-fitting neck? Turtle. Yeah! I don't know how you got that, seeing as though I half read it backwards on you as well. <laughs> uh, but well done. That was really good. Yeah, not bad scoring at all. We may have just run out of time uh, a bit too soon, but here we go. Here's the official count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, Very good score, answers. though. You are flying, Jenny, in fairness. Not bad. <laughs> a few tricky ones in there for you, to be fair. But, uh, but nine's very respectable, Jenny. Brave effort. Dasher, we'll try again another day. Do, by all yeah, means. Yeah, do so, definitely do. And have a good day, Jenny. Take care of yourself. You too, lads. Cheers. Thank you. See you, Jenny. Bye take now. care. Bye-bye now. Bye. So there you go. Uh, Jenny O'Connor having a go, beating the score at 12. And, and nobody's managed to top the dozen so far. Uh, that's what it's going to take. Maybe 13 will be enough. Who knows? But yeah. if you want to have a go, of course, you can do it again tomorrow on the show. Same time. Uh, let Magic Mike know if you want to play. 087 In fact, you can even do it now, and he might be able to, to line you up. Because often when we kind of 
you know, when people that's are listening to the, to the quiz, that's the very time they think, you know something, I, I must have a go at that. I know, and then you'll sleep on your wake up in the morning and go, jeepers, I can't believe I've stood that thing now, I'll be fine. So, but you can do it, you can book in now and get it done. Absolutely, he's standing by on WhatsApp. So if you fancy it, if you think you can beat that score at 12, 13, might just be good enough to take the PJ and Jim Classic Hits hoodie, 0871880008. Guaranteed Irish, a good heart from Fergal Sharkey here at Classic Hits, almost 23 minutes to 10 o'clock. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim and letting us hang out with you on this Wednesday. Happy hump day to you folks. Still time to give us a shout 87 188 on WhatsApp. And of course, as you probably know, like uh, one of the things that, uh, that's been a big, big part of all of these lockdowns and restrictions and all that sort of stuff and people not getting together and all that is the, is the sort of live industry, right? The entertainment industry, anybody who normally takes to a stage for any reason, oh, actors yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff in plays and, um, and musicians and comedians big as time. well, in fairness. You know, there just isn't the gigs out there anymore. There's no places to go and play because there's no venues that you can gather in and... You know, sort of desperate times lead to desperate measures, and maybe, quite literally, it's time for the final frontier. Indeed, these are the comedians of the Comedy Club Galaxy. Their bold new adventure to make billionaires giggle in a galaxy far, far away. I know it sounds bizarre, but it's actually true. So Ricky Gervais was offered a gig in space by billionaires who have pulled together to go to space and bring him with them so he can do... A 15-minute stand-up show in the stars. Wow. Have to say... That's incredible. It's the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah, completely. But incredible nonetheless. Incredible nonetheless, yeah, in fairness. like And Ricky Gervais, in fairness to him, says, I'm not doing it. It's stupid. (laughs) He says, it's stupid. And he's going, I'm too afraid to do it anyway. He's there. All these billionaires have pulled together and they've put all this money into 300 million is what they've spent at the moment. 300 million. So, yeah to get into space and then they're going to bring him with them he goes and as soon as they're in space they're going to start turn around and go watch him doing stand-up for 15 minutes which he says is already available on YouTube for free Uh, this is incredible watch him doing well it's not quite stand-up it's more float by really isn't it Watch him, doing, watch, him, watch him doing float up. Float up, yeah. <laughs> in space. Zero gravity gags. The world's only... F- yeah, he's actually cracked... He's, Ricky Gervais cracked probably the silliest, most ridiculous and funny gag when he talked about this. He goes, anyway, the trouble with space gigs is there's no atmosphere. Oh, but I'm... Which is so stupid and crap. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he's saying it's ridiculous that they've pulled together and done it. And he's too afraid to do it anyway. He says he's afraid to cross the road. Like, he genuinely gets anxiety when he comes to crossing big streets. So he's like, I'm not going to space with a bunch of billionaires. What a waste of money. And to go up there, and then he goes, you get all the way up to space, and you look out the window, and you see the stars, and it looks exactly the same as it does if you're standing on a hill. (laughs) Yeah, if you're lying down in front of your window. Yeah, so he just goes, it just shows how ridiculous their disposable income is. No, I wouldn't want... 300 million they've spent already. Yeah, yeah, 300 million to to look out the window. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I cannot believe it. I know. Mind you, I mean, you'd have taken it. Oh, I'd have taken it. Yeah, absolutely, I'd have taken it. God, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, should have offered it to Eric. Sure, what? Eric could have done this in... Eric Lawler's amazing <laughs> at those things. He do. He does gigs everywhere. He's done them in people's kitchens and all sorts. Eric Lawler's a gorilla comedian. Like, yeah. Sometimes you don't even book him and he can, he can walk <laughs> into your bedroom, he does two minutes and gives you an invoice and you're bang, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant. Great stuff from oh, Eric Lawler. It's oh, yeah. I, oh, that's extraordinary. Uh, yeah, so it's amazing. Like, and, and fairness- the other thing about it is, like, if you did that, can you imagine the pressure? Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, I know you say oh you God. often say that when it comes to corporate gigs, it's a different sort of pressure. Let's say, but you know, I mean, if you had people who paid you ridiculous amounts of money and you've gone to space, there's probably at best what maybe there's. Pfft, 
Six of them, is there? That's something like and that. They're, and they're literally floating around in space. And then they point at you and go, Do your bit. You do your make us laugh. And then you get up and, and you die, right? It doesn't yeah, do go well. Yeah. Like you go, you, you tell all these jokes and it's really, really uncomfortable. Yeah, they don't find you funny at all. And then you have to sit down beside them and just go, Oh, well. Yeah, and wait for the journey and back. For which, let's face it, is not a taxi ride back. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, it's not going to be, God, I have this for half an hour. It could be days. I swear to God. I remember doing a gig in Scotland, right? And I went on, it was for a big tech company. And I, they flew me over and everything. Yeah. And I went there and it was in this, the Glen Eagle Hotel, this huge, big, fancy place, you know. And I went on, and I, I went on stage, right? And I did the worst gig of my life. I died on my ass. Like, it was awful. I did the worst gig I could possibly do. It was so uncomfortable. And I walked, I ran into the bedroom, thought, at least I'll never have to see those people again, right? And then the next day, your man that drove me there says, oh no, you're getting the bus back. And I went down and got on the bus and I had to sit with them. <laughs> Everybody. On my way back. And then we got into the airport. I had to get on the flight. I'm sitting in the board and I had to sit with them. Like for the whole day was spent sitting with the people I died in front of the day before. Oh it was the most uncomfortable God. thing in my life. So the idea of being stuck in space with somebody, eating powdered mashed potato or whatever it is you take to space... You know, and something on the milkshake, and somebody going, didn't really work, did it? No. No, yeah. Somebody reminding you of your failures, basically, yeah. the whole time. And then trying to change the subject. That was the hardest part, when one of them was trying to be nice, going, so, you watching that on TV? I'm like, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> Imagine being stuck in space for days with these people. No money is worth it. No yeah. money is worth it. No yeah. way. <sighs> I couldn't do it. I wonder will somebody I mean if they offered Ricky Gervais right Yeah That means that Okay so Gervais has said no The chances are being billionaires They're probably not going to take no for an answer Okay they might take a no from him Yeah And then move on to They'll move on down Jerry the line. Seinfeld or somebody And or, then Jerry will say no And then yeah And then, yeah. It'll pro- and then you know it's going to end up It'll be somebody Be some poor Egypt like me That needs the money And kind of goes right yeah My man needs a few things around the house And you do the gig and you just go up there and then you go, do you know something, just to, just to hit the ejector seat there and <laughs> I'll land in the Pacific Ocean and I'll do my best from there. 